So uh, Ito Voss has got mm. like a, he's got at least a good 12 inches, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could yeah. yeah, see at that. At least. At least 12 inches. Voss. Well, he's carrying around six, six, eight inches. Yeah. So what I, what I really, really need to do, because I've really been wondering, is I really need Jude to measure me. Okay. Okay. To see yeah. where you compare. Jude, can, can you measure me? Yeah, no problem. All right, here, can you come over here? Like, hold on, I got to take, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what do I got here? I got, oh, I'm sorry, oh. I got to stretch it out. Wait, 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 wait. Are you going from the chin to from, the end from, of the hair? Yeah, from, stretch from, it. From, from, where are we at? It's about five inches. Five inches. Five. He's a good, he's a good five, five inches. inches. So, yeah. I wonder what Tamaki June's rolling around with. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Vader, you know they say size doesn't matter. Well, yes, it does. I think I think <laughs> I think it absolutely does matter. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this they you say? I'm all of a sudden very self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> you you're you're rocking a Kofun. Kofun Kofun beard. Weak. It's not <laughs> how dare you. Weak sauce. Your beard game is weak, son. <laughs> it's longer than yours. Yeah. Go back to your pie and queen <laughs> yeah. with that weak beard. <laughs> queen Kane gave no shits about Kofun today. All right. <clears throat> well, she never did. <laughs> she just was like. That was only a surprise to you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> My innocence is lost. All right. The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of chet, 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 chet. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking C, season two, episode eight, Rockabye, the season finale. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast. Remember what we said last week about how we were going to skip a week before the season finale? Bullcrap. Don't worry about it. We are back. (laughs) We are going to be talking about the season finale because we just can't help ourselves. We have to talk about this show. I am joined by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader 74 is here. Welcome, sir. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're a day early. We are a day early. I know, man. We're doing a special recording before you leave. I know. I'm leaving tomorrow. I was like, I couldn't hold this in for a week. I know. Me neither. We all juggled our family lives (laughs) in order to be here to record this today. We we even got Kurt Russell Terrier in the building. Yeah, he's here. So, 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 you know, if you do hear some... Some rock, rock, rock. The puppy's here. Yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> He's being a good boy so yeah. far. Jude is also here. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Nice shirt you got. Good morning. Oh, thank you. Chet SaltyNerdStore.com. Grab your Chet Chet shirt. It's a couple shirt. There's one that says Chet Chet, and there's another one that says Chet Chet Chet. Go buy them. Uh, Matt Vader, or uh, Matt Kadish is here. Welcome, okay. sir. Thanks for having me. And in celebration of the season finale and how badass Baba Voss is, today we are all rocking the bottle of Voss. bottle of Voss. the the, the, the namesake of the namesake our, <laughs> of our main character so uh yeah i don't know if everyone knows this but this is the thing that baba Voss was named after yep this is what we speculated in season yeah. one we'll We're do like, a cheers to the Voss brothers before did- the, the end of the show today <laughs> there you go all right everybody this is going to be spoiler heavy for the season finale so if you haven't seen it go watch it and then come back check this video out before we get into it we're gonna take a quick break listen to some sponsors we'll be right back Bank of Clark County has a comprehensive suite of solutions for your personal and business needs. We offer banking, lending services, and wealth management services with the best-in-class customer service you'd expect from a community bank. Whether you need a checking or savings account, a mortgage or home equity line of credit, a business loan, or to set up a trust or investment account, Bank of Clark County can help. Bank of Clark County. Big Bank Solutions, Community Bank Service. And we've just opened a branch at 530 Blackwell Road in Warrenton. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
If you have depression that is seriously affecting your life, a new clinical trial called Recover is looking for people who have struggled to find helpful treatment. Participants will receive an FDA-approved therapy called Vagus Nerve Stimulation, and all study-related costs will be covered. To join this study, you must be at least 18 years old and currently depressed with your depression having lasted at least two years or recurred several times. You must also have tried at least four types of antidepressant treatments and not found them helpful. For more information and to see if you might qualify for the Recover study, please visit recovervns.com. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back, everybody. If you love what we do here and you want even more of it, go to saltynerdclub.com. That is where you are going to get our most raw, unfiltered selves, where we don't have to worry about the tech overlords taking our content down because we swear too much or whatever. We say a lot of funny stuff, and we want you guys to check it out. Go to saltynerdclub.com. You get a, uh, exclusive access to four podcasts every single month, um, as well as Discord access, where we hang out with our club members over there. We have a ton of fun. It's a great community. And uh, if you guys are into our content and you like what we do and you want to support us, that's where it's going to happen. Yeah, our foundation talks in the uh, members only area are it's quite a, fascinating. It's a college oh, education. That's I can't go in that far. <laughs> <laughs> it's super nerdy, dude. It's, it's real like, heavy. It's like it's not just like normal nerds. These are the uh, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about foundation There's, nerds. There like, is whoa. I, I just I, they're like, there's like Venn diagrams and graphs of the show and it, it's intense. It, it's Kadish level breakdowns. It's, yes, it's like I hate all of you. It's, it's hardcore nerdy. I love it, dude. Yeah, it's pretty it. cool. But it's, man, it's over my out of my. I actually get quite some interesting um, theories from that, uh, yeah. that talk because we got people in there hardcore theory crafting about foundation and yeah. what's cool. going on. And it's it's so cool because it's another great Apple TV show. Just yep. like see, I love you guys. I have not once looked at that chat. <laughs> and you know why. I read through it and then I'm like, wow, I'm really out of my realm here. If you here. tag me in something, I'll look at it. <laughs> All right, guys. If you want I, to support love, us, I, I love passionate fans. I really do. Saltynerdclub.com. That's where the action happens. All right, let's get into this. Um, Matthew Kadish, take yes. it away. Okay, so it's finally here, guys. The, the end. Finale. Uh, episode eight of season two entitled Rockabye. Named after the song that Queen Kane sings in the uh, episode. Don't spoil it! <laughs> <laughs> Too late. All right, so we pick up where the previous episode ended with Pyan soldiers running back into the Green Hill Gap Fort as arrows rain down upon them. But don't worry, no one important dies just yet. Once Team Baba is safely inside the fort, Ido orders the battalion to advance. Tamaktajun tries to rally his troops, but Kofun immediately undermines him by pointing out that they don't have enough soldiers. Uh, thanks for pointing out the obvious Kofun. <laughs> Uh, Baba tries to get Hanawa and Kofun to ride back to Pensa to warn Magra, but they're both like, nah, we're good. So some blind guy is forced to ride back instead. Who's <laughs> going to be a lot slower. Yeah. yeah. Some blind guy who can probably actually fight is going to ride back. And Kofun stay the war. Well, and, and they spend all that time establishing how fast Kofun is on a horse. Uh -huh. It's just like, nah, he's not going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like the one thing you can do that's good. We need you for it. And he's like, I can't leave you. <laughs> Bro. All, all of a sudden, you know, Kofun can fight now. And it's ridiculous. Is it? 
We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, but we'll first, get there. first off, I just wanted to comment. Like we joked last episode, we're like, oh, the arrows in the air. Tamak to June and these like highly sensitive people who can hear things are probably mm-hmm. like, they know what's coming mm-hmm. and they're going to get out of the way. No, yeah, <laughs> no, that didn't happen. <laughs> they just got totally screwed over by these freaking arrows that are coming out of the air. I, w- I was kind of like surprised at that. I thought they would have had a better defense, but they just ran into the gate. Yeah, but you know, like shields, shields, something. I actually think that. Um, the Pians probably didn't know about the blind archers because that was something that Ito specifically like did on his own. Yeah. And so like, you know, like the crossbowmen and, and the, the long bow archers, I guess. Um, Being it's, directed it's, by the yeah, sighted it, it, kid. Yeah. Archery is not something that blind people typically do. And so that was something that was unique to the Trevantian army, I think. And mm. so they weren't expecting it which is one of the reasons why it caught them kind of off guard. But Hanawa should have been telling them like, look guys, there's a bunch of archers over there. (laughs) Yeah. Run. Arrows. Yeah. You can run and yell arrows at the same time. They're going to be like arrows. What the fuck's an arrow? (laughs) (laughs) All right. What happens next? All right. So the Trevantians reach the gate and start using a battering ram to try to break in. Why Rin can't just lead them around the fort so they can attack from behind is anyone's guess, but whatever. This is the sea. So. God, I love you. Thank you <laughs> so much. I have I, so many fucking issues with this battle. I, it's yeah, just I, I actually think like if you if you look at like the the long shot of the fort, they have like this mountain ridge that kind of like goes around it. So mm-hmm. like it's not an easy thing, but it's it's like if she can see, she can lead them around the fort and go straight to Pensa. They don't need to take that fort that's like fortified and has all these traps and stuff. In that's it. how chicken shits fight. <laughs> exactly. I think that was Ito's, yeah, I think that was yeah. Ito's mentality. His fight like men. His ego got in the way and yeah. he's like, take the fucking fort. Yeah, that oh. door down. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not for a bit now. Oh, sorry. All right, so luckily Paris arrives with all the hidden tribes to help reinforce Team Baba. Bo Lion is back with all of her friends to help Tamakta June and his Witchfinder army because even though Tamakti killed and tormented all these tribes <laughs> and Bo Lion declared her former tribe mates traitors, they're all here to help because reasons. Uh, don't worry. I'm sure we'll get an explanation as to why the hidden tribes decided to put their lives on the line for the witch finders later in the episode. I love you so much. Spoiler. <laughs> we don't. We don't ever find out what? why they decide to do this. I was like, what do we speculated? Like, oh man, the, um, uh, the, Ganites. the Ganites were going to show up and there was going to be a turn of the ties or something. But like no. Queen Kane's got this. No, it was. These, so this is what Paris does, has been doing. Just these cave people from the mountain. Tribe. A mountain warrior is worth ten witch finders. Um, I just, I was like, where are they coming from? Who? I mean, I guess this is what Paris has been doing this whole season, right? She goes, and sneaks off and talks to people. I really thought that she was going to come back with the compass people, which I yeah. think would have made more sense. What? Because what are those? The ladies of the compass. <laughs> what? There's only one left. Is there just one? <laughs> I was like. We have this set up, but there's no payoff there. I, I but she's, I guess she's, uh, I'm going to move on because spoiler stuff for later. Yeah. I, I'm, anyway, I I'm going to so finish my questions. sentence. Yeah, go ahead, dude. Uh, I thought that she was going to come back with the ladies at the compass because that I felt like that would have made more, more sense because they're the ones that are supposed to be protecting the sighted. Mm-hmm. And that's what like the Payan kingdom is supposedly fighting for is like, they're not witches anymore. Yeah. Um, which I think would have made more sense than bringing the hidden tribes who still believe that they're all witches to come fight for the kingdom that doesn't believe that they're witches anymore. Yeah. Also, it would have been nice to have seen how Paris like mended fences with bow lion and convinced these tribes who hate the witch finders mm-hmm. and hate, um, you know, Paya uh, because of it 
to actually like put their lives on the line to yeah. fight for them against yeah, the Gervantes who never did anything to them. The um, last time we saw Bo Lion, she was telling them, get out of here and don't yeah, you're come a back. Traitor. You're a traitor. Yeah. yeah. Was, she was real pissed off at, yeah. at Baba Voss. Yeah. Yeah. And then she shows up at the end like, we're with Baba Voss. She, she was sneaking yeah. up the beach to slit Tamaki June's throat. Right? Yeah. Now she's fighting alongside him. Yeah, it, it it made no sense. Like it would have been interesting if during that battle she used her shadow skills to like assassinate Tamakta June, <laughs> but we knew that they weren't going to do that. Yeah, no. the, the, this whole scene would have made more sense if we didn't have to have the scene where she said, "Get out of here, you're a traitor." Yeah, like two episodes prior, which I didn't feel like was necessary. Or at least have a scene where like Paris convinces her that like you know. Um, Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the lesser of two evils or something. Yeah, something like that. I, would have been better. I, I think that is like one of, one of my it. one of my biggest complaints about this episode is it kind of relates to what Matt just said. We needed to see more. Yeah, we, we needed more setup for what we ended up getting because honestly, I I I woke up. Then I went. I got home from work and I watched this at midnight, and I woke up. I, I literally woke up angry. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I I I I haven't done that on a television show, or even a movie in ages probably since like star wars stuff right just i was pissed mm-hmm. it's like what, what did i just watch last night this none of this stuff made any sense to me there's very little setup for what happened there was there's none there's none there's no setup like, from, from from everything in this, this in this show you know i want matt to move ahead so i can talk about this battle first <laughs> you, you know so but, but go, so do that yeah please. let's, let's um, go I'll, we can we can vent later yeah. but go ahead Kish. i do want to point out that they made it a point to have every tribe say like we stand with baba boss so yeah. like it wasn't about correct to june it was about you know, siding with Baba Voss. But as I was watching that, I was, I was like, well, there's only one tribe there who's met Baba Voss. Mm-hmm. Like who are all these other tribes that are that they're like Baba who, you know, like, like why they heard of him. Yeah. Wow. His reputation <laughs> precedes him, I guess. I don't know. I mean, everybody knows who Baba Voss is. Wait, okay. Wait. So, so Paris showed up with another 30 people. There's a hundred. Hundred. Well, whatever. They, I didn't see a hundred. I saw like 35. Whatever. <laughs> well, they, they said over a hundred soldiers yeah. to help even out the odds of mm-hmm. like, they had um, initially like I think two hundred something like that that bumped them up to three hundred. The uh, Trevanti battalion was like three hundred and fifty something yep. like that. So it was a little bit more even. She evens up the odds yeah. a little bit. Big armies, man. Three hundred people, man. It's a lot for them. I, I had bigger <laughs> armies of that in high school. <laughs> well, 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 considering there are only two million people left on the planet, yeah. I, I guess like the, maybe the in size the, of the maybe army. on the eastern seaboard. Don't forget, we got those Altoona guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The 25 from Altoona. They performed really well. The, the, the Trojans. The guy, that, yeah, the Trojans, they'll be there. The Quebecers. All right, continue on. All right, so at Pensa, Magra visits her sister and wants to know whose baby she's carrying. And Sibbeth is like, duh, it's Kofun's. And Sibbeth points out to Kof- that Kofun wasn't her first choice to be the baby daddy. Yeah, who, whose first choice would that be? Um, and everyone totally understands what she's talking about. So Magra starts choking her sister, but just like everyone who chokes the queen, she wusses out. Sibbeth points out that um, her child may be both Magra's nephew and grandchild, but Magra says that she's never going to let Sibbeth keep the baby and will take it from her as soon as it's born. And Sibbeth isn't happy about that threat, noting that this is not the first time she's been in chains. I feel like this bitch should be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple times already. And that every time that they don't kill her, they're copying out. Mm. Because she should be dead. She Kofu almost died. should have killed her already. Tamachi June. June should have killed her already. Harris should have kept her mouth shut. Magra. <laughs> should have killed her right then killed and there. Should have killed her right then and there. Yeah. It's like, what, what is it? Is she, she got a special force field around her? She's got, she a, can't, she's she got a baby die? in her and Who she cares? also has plot armor. <laughs> it's, 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 it's ridiculous. The plot armor yeah. is super, she's super strong. She's got and a gold 
laced neck yeah, at, that is impenetrable. <laughs> at, at this point, I love the character, but I'm just annoyed that they can't just kill her. Put put her in put her behind bars so these people can't kill her. Considering the, the number of people who like start choking her, you'd think it's, that she'd yeah. be dead by now. That's my thing. I'm you sick know, of people choking her yeah. and then deciding to not choke her anymore. <laughs> like I, yeah. it should be a drinking game. Every time someone chokes Queen <laughs> right. Kane, yeah. I feel like they should like I think it would be more interesting if they were taking um, other measures to try to assassinate her and she was just wily enough to get out of it. That would be a more interesting way for her to survive. Uh, again, the Pyan guards that are outside of her door. Worthless. Worthless. Oh, yeah. They're literally standing right there. This is the second person who tried to kill Listen, her. Those guys just get paid to stand there. They're not going to do anything else. Well, we, we also know that the choking is kind of like a false choice, like a la the Joker and the Dark Knight Returns, because we know that at any moment, Sibeth can just like kill who's ever choking her if she right. wants. So yeah. it, it's all kind of like a psychological game where she knows that the person choking her isn't going to kill her. And if they are like, she'll like dispatch them like real quick. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if she ever, you think if she feels like she's actually in danger, yeah. she just goes. I oh, just, she's a survivor. More people know about her wrist shank. Cause they're blind. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just don't understand why they keep her in the grand master bedroom. Just with, tied to her bed. Tied to her bed. I I, she should be behind bars where people can't choke her. <laughs> if they're going to keep or her alive. Release her. If, or release her. Because she could just walk out of the fucking building, man. If it, she gets her chains off, yeah. I don't think that's a problem. You think she's just biding her time? I think she's there because she, it's just, it's the whole. I think she's got another the wrist whole, shank that's yeah. a lock pick. <laughs> the, the whole, other, whole the way other that they have her as a prisoner or yeah. a captive or whatever she is is ludicrous it, it's absolutely the way that anybody even in the royal family can just walk into her fucking bedroom and have a discussion with her you know and pretend to choke her out is is it's it's insane to me i want and, and a the palace I, I mean the, the palace guards are just like oh this is better than daytime yeah <laughs> i was gonna say i want a spin-off show of just like the palace guards home at night talking to their families like guess what the Dude, fuck happened it's like an episode yeah. of the office set yeah. in, in, in behind Pensa. the scenes yeah, yeah. I, talking I, about it over dinner with your family ahead, guess me. who choked the queen today <laughs> it just it just upsets me that they can't put her in a room with a locked door on something but it, it's it's, it's, it's she's crazy. royalty i don't care she's got to be not, treated she's special right now she's nothing well that's she, like she's she has a baby in her well so what oh, so what so what Wow. It's a sighted baby from care. God. Yeah, <laughs> from it's just the, the, the whole thing. The is, prophecy is, is still in place. I like, Kofun <laughs> wasn't my first choice, obviously. Yeah. He performed admirably. <laughs> These people have less respect for Kofun than we do. <laughs> it's terrible. All right, what yeah, happens? At least Queen Kane does, for sure. <laughs> what happens All right, next? So in another room, Harlan is being attended to by healers, and he looks surprisingly good for a guy who got stabbed in the gut the night before. Yeah. Harlan tells Magra that the men who attacked them were lowland assassins and that few people who meet them live to talk about it. Magra thanks Harlan for helping to save her and then both are informed that the Battle of Green Hill Gap has begun. I and love this scene. I love how he's like, hey, um, I'm going to tell everybody that I fucking saved the day. Yeah. So you just go along with it because it's making me feel real good about myself. <laughs> My gut hurts. Do this for me. And she's like, all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you did take a poker to the gut for me. Uh -huh. yeah. I yeah. mean, he did save her. Yeah, they've saved they each other. They saved each other. Yeah. And, but he's not going to be like, you didn't save her. I mean, Magra would have been dead if it weren't for him. Exactly. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. we went from field arrows to 
they're smashing the doors down with with the battering ram mm-hmm. with a ram's to, head with a ram's head at the front yeah. to um because to, that's intimidating to people <laughs> who can see <laughs> to the, it's the most efficient blind way to break down doors okay to, Go to, ahead. to the blind guy running back to town to tell him oh the battle started like it probably was over by the time he got there yeah <laughs> Because it was really then, far and away. Then, and then they cut remember, back to the battle. And then they cut. It's just. You remember how it took them? Like, what, how long did it take them to get there? Like two days? I don't know. But that was only because there was a sighted person leading the way. It normally takes like five days to get oh, there. Oh, well, that was from Cervantes. What about from Payan? How so far was away was it? I think Payan was a day's. A day's um, journey? A day's journey away. Okay. But, so is, but, is, but there's a road leading right to it from Payan. So like if you follow the road, you can just get there really fast. Is, okay. is there an editing thing that I'm annoyed with? Is that why? It's, it's, it's what it's, happened in Game of Thrones when they sent Gendry from the freaking north down to go tell people at Winterfell. Wow. And he just went to the magic portal. Gendry, run! And scene, it was like, hey, Gendry, what are you doing here? I mean, at, at that point, I was like, oh, so they're going to get minute by minute recaps of the battle. Well, they have like, like a oh, ro- they bro- they've broken the inner wall. They have a rotation <laughs> of people who, instead of yeah. fighting, just run. It's, it's like called I, relay. I, yeah, it's a relay I, race. Know, at least Game of Thrones had crows. <laughs> but, well, so we, you we, could at least like pretend that they fly past. Well, we, we've <laughs> established that Paris can teleport. So chances are other people oh. can teleport in this world. So, Paris. yeah. Keep going. What happens next? <laughs> All right. So. Back at Green Hill Gap, Baba Voss is giving his Independence Day speech, and it's pretty badass, and it gets everyone riled up. Mm -hmm. And Baba tells them to open the gates and welcome them to hell so the Dravantians can come in so that the Pyans can start killing them. And thus, the battle begins. So You got a problem with this? Yeah. Why? Really? Yeah. Because you don't open the fucking gates for the enemy to come into your castle. Yeah, but he's... He's I don't give a fuck. I don't, it's stupid. Mountain warriors. So so you have have, uh, uh, Hawkeye go up to the top of the fucking wall. Hanawa, you know, because mm-hmm. she can't miss and she can obviously fire five or six arrows at a time. That's now, a new skill she right? learned. While flipping around and climbing up and down buildings and <laughs> doing backflips at the same time. Right. Um, just go up there and knock off the kid that can see. Well, they didn't know um, about him yet. You know, go up, knock off Master Blaster. Yeah. And, and then um, she could have taken out at least probably 20 or 30 people. Or at least those, before, the, before they got those doors open. Or Ido. Or Ido or anybody. But then Ren, the, the Ren would have been like, no. The strategic <laughs> bullshit yes. in so, this battle is, is mind-numbing to me. It's Baba just, is just ready to fight. I don't care. I think he's just like, let's just get this over with. I mean, it's I'll, just, I'll, I'll, it's I'll, stupid. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. So, like, this episode, as much as I love this episode, because I really enjoyed I had a lot of fun watching this episode. The minute I turn my brain on, like, this whole episode falls apart. Yeah. And yeah. it reminds me a lot of Jonathan Tropper's first show, Banshee, where um, in that show... It, Every episode was filled with moments that were just so badass. Like, yeah. like, like you're just like, oh, that was awesome. Oh, that was awesome. But the minute you try to think about the episode as a whole, you're just kind of like, uh, this, this, yeah, this yeah. whole this whole scene so falls apart immediately. The the Pyan side, I understood. They were just like, we're we're the odds are even now. We've got warriors. We've got people behind us. Let's just do the thing. We've got them in a freaking funnel. We can yeah. beat them. They're confident that they we can beat them. They didn't have to, they didn't have to wait all day long for them to be pregnant. They, the they cost war. themselves probably 40, 50 lives. Maybe. By, by doing that. Maybe. Well, what what well, I was well, more. They, they also had a strategy. What I was more upset with. Which was. Again, was Ito. Listen. Ito has been. This whole season is like. He is a freaking master tactician. Yeah. He's the. He's the warrior general yeah. of the Trevantes. Yeah. And he just was like. Go forward. 
Yeah. And regardless of what he was walking into. The, the battle of the discarded tires is what I like to call it. Do you see all those tires yes. there? Dude, there's a couple I things. I at the tires. The, the tires made me laugh. And also there's like a like a Prius, like still there. Like a 500 years later, there's like a Prius skeleton of a car. I and I'm just like, that. oh, it's so silly. Well, well, you know what was so funny is like, so Baba Voss is giving this really stirring speech. It was, it was a bad good speech. It was, it was a good speech. speech. And, and I'm just, I turned to Judah. I was like, do you think the um, Travanti Ayuras are just sitting out there like, oh man, that's a good speech. <laughs> well, Edo could hear him. He was right. like, Baba. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think, I don't know. The only person who's allowed to do speeches anymore is going to be Jason Momoa because he's the only one who really sells it. Like his I speech. Know. I thought Magra's speech was pretty good. Was yeah, right. I like Magra's But it wasn't Magra's freaking. speech was good. It wasn't Baba you. Voss. Man, I wanted to go out there and kick Notre Dame's ass. After <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. <laughs> well, well I, I think it's funny that they didn't bother to do the haka dance this time. Like, like, know, right? Shouldn't he have just been like, <laughs> you guys remember <laughs> what we said about that in the first season? <laughs> yeah, but like, keep it consistent. No. no. They didn't no. have time to practice it. Yeah, the the tribes just got there. The Payans are not, that was an Alkini thing. That wasn't a Payan thing. That right. wasn't it would have been funny if all the mountain tribes started doing it and the, yeah. and the Payans were like, oh, just like, but, just but, like what's going on? But I felt like there was a difference between that first fight in episode one and this one, where in that one, I actually kind of liked it. I really dug that first fight on the wall. But it was, it was badass, dude. It I'm was like, badass. I'm like, was, whoa, there's some blind people do some superhuman blind shit where they're like hanging over the ledge and fucking. They were doing them. that in this too. Yeah, I know. But it just, it didn't come off as good. Hmm. It didn't come off the same. You know, it's just. See, I completely disagree. I, I don't know that, that that first battle in the first episode. It was I thought uh, was really dumb, but and, but and this one felt more tactical to me. It felt I'm like not, I'm not saying it wasn't dumb. Okay, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying it, it came off cooler. It just they, they were trying to set up some. New I think you just like. Stuff. I just think you like the mountain, like <sighs> the, the mountain style instead of this street level stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So what happens next is a 15 minute long battle sequence like 15 minutes of blind people fighting i think it's the longest blind battle scene ever to be recorded on film so hmm. how many know, blind get, battle scenes have been recorded probably not film? a lot probably just this one so <laughs> call call guinness this is the longest blind battle scene <laughs> ever made guinness book of world records yeah so um the pions open the doors and ito starts sending his men through they immediately get killed by baba vast mocked june and kofu his for first once kill. doesn't screw up killing and getting woozy at the sight of blood Oh, uh, like when I saw Kofun just jump down and like was, kill that guy, I was just like, oh, come on. I was <laughs> like, I know he's been training, but still it just, it felt so wrong. And also the way that he killed that guy, he had one hand on the handle of his blade and another hand on the actual blade. And these are the same blades that have been like tearing through like people's helmets and their armor, but like. It didn't hurt Kofun's hand. <laughs> but, but that's a move Baba Voss has done before. Yeah, so oh, yeah. He was basically just, just mimicking his dad. Just, yeah. There's three different things that he did in this fight scene that were callbacks to what he was taught early on in the season. Yeah. It's a little funny seeing him kick ass. I'm not going to lie. A, a little? A little funny. I was like. <laughs> it, it, it made me mad. But at the same time, I was a little proud. No. I was like, finally. I he, feel like he, they put in the work to say. We've been working on him and now this is his time to like prove what he's learned. I, I didn't expect yeah. him to be good. Well, he got saved like five times, like twice by to Toad alone. Yeah. There were several times where somebody was coming up uh. behind him. It's really quick. It wasn't like they didn't make a point of like pointing it out. But if you're watching the battle, I watched this episode like six times. You watch the battle like. <laughs> He almost gets killed like six times. And there's always somebody that comes in at the last minute and saves his well, ass. Well, said, don't stop saving me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, he knows he needs to be safe. Yeah. But Bader, this made you I, angry. I just it made me angry. He didn't deserve that payout. <gasps> oh man. He's a fuck up. He his his character is a fuck up. He has no business being at the front of that army with Baba Voss or, or anybody else. Yeah. yeah Especially he, to be one of the, the 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 big reveals when they walk in the thing to go in there and get one of the badass kills from one, one of, the, of the fight. Yeah, they were the first you, you know, when, when they first walked through. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah, Baba Voss. No. Should Baba Voss, Tamaka uh, June, Bowline. Maybe Bowline, maybe well, Toad, even. Toad, probably. Maybe be better. even, you know, Hanawa, but she gets her moment. Well, well thing, but, but not him. The thing is, not Kofun. The thing is that Kofun doesn't have the ninja skills that Tamaka no. June and, and uh, Baba Voss have. So you'd think Bowline would be up there because, you know, she can move silently, whereas Kofun was just making noise left and right. Mm -hmm. so. Bowline's. Uh, weapon of choice was badass she had like the thanos like double bladed sword you see you know, even, even bowline getting stuff done and she was barely in this season yeah she she got like she has three minutes of screen time and then it's just like i think that's the problem i have with with this whole entire episode is i feel like everything that they tried to pay off had very little setup you, you just can't do all of these big stories in eight episodes i'm sorry you can't you, you know i have more to say on this later but I, I feel like they were just trying to get too much crammed into too, too little time. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause and, you, you, you talk about all the time, how you like yeah. those, those shows that do like 20 episodes. Yeah, well, it's not even, they could have done like, just give me a little bit more setup for some of this stuff because a lot of it just didn't make sense. To yeah, me. That there were especially, like, especially this, this fort fight that we got coming. Yeah. Out. There, there were like three or four episodes where it was just them hanging out at Pensa, like yeah. having like interpersonal relationship drama where you could have had Paris going out and approaching like these other things, trying to mend fences with Bowline. You could have had um, that, that general, uh, the black guy, I forget his name, but like going to um, the, uh, the Green Hill Gap port and establishing Seven. what it is and, and why it's strategically important and stuff yeah. like that. There could have been a lot of these little things and being set up that uh, just weren't the setting up of all the booby traps. Uh, Cause I had going into this, that, that made me mad. Too. I had no idea. That they had freaking trenches with like yeah. ice and like None you know of, bags yeah. of gasoline and all this other flammable shit. Well, I'm well, like, they did set up that the the trenches in Green Hill Gap were going to help them kind of equalize the yeah. um, the disadvantage they had in the numbers. Um, and in this episode, it was revealed that they had far more set up uh, in mm -hmm. there for traps than what we had previously yeah, believed. They, they had an overhead shot. I think it was maybe one episode before. They have an overhead shot of the whole area, and it was just like a, a long trench. Mm -hmm. That was really all they showed us. Yeah. Yeah. And my head went, oh, 300. Now all of a sudden we're on frozen rivers. And yeah. yeah. Why, don't, why, don't, why don't you yeah. let me kind of break yeah, down go ahead. this battle and then like we can just talk about everything. Yeah, go ahead. So Hanawa then leads the archers by shooting the next wave of Travantians, pulling some legless level arrow shooting. Uh, the soldiers on the high ground throw spears at the next wave of enemy soldiers, making short work of them. But then Ito orders his crossbowmen to advance, and Master Blaster, direct from the Thunderdome, orders the crossbowmen <laughs> in and uses his power of sight to help the archers start picking off the Paian soldiers, who neither Hanawa or Kofun tell to, you know, duck. Uh, once the crossbowmen have made it deep enough into the fort, Baba Voss springs a trap where he cuts a rope that sends a heavy bulldozer blade swinging down and smashing through the Travantian soldiers, killing all of them. Sensing the Paians just blew their big surprise, Ido orders a full attack on the fort and commits all his troops to the battle. We now have full-on blind combat where Team Baba is kicking major ass and drawing the Travantians into a trench where Baba and Tamakti June are cutting open sacks filled with oil as they bait the Travantians after them. Um, how can the soldiers not smell that oil? Right. 
Yeah. <clears throat> you, you know, we've established that they have like in heightened senses and oil just smells. to normal people like smells pretty mm -hmm. pungent. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I did like the one thing that they did when they, they drew him in to mock to like stuck his freaking hook sword into one guy yeah. and dragged him screaming to like draw the other guys in like, Oh, where are they going? Yeah, I, I thought that was cool. But. Yeah, it was cool. Tomato <laughs> Dune's a badass. <laughs> that the, the the bulldozer blade scene, I yeah, was like, that was, that was dope, and that was awesome. I work in with heavy equipment, so like when I saw that, I was like, oh, oh shit! Yeah. And those things, out of anything we've seen in this show, those freaking bulldozer scoops, that would last five hundred years. Oh yeah, those things are freaking heavy duty. But it also made me wonder. So like in the first episode, God Flame, where they like, built that rock wall and they had that one rope holding it all together. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, I wonder like if that thing was already like, you know, set up or if they had to like yank that thing up in, in like two minutes right, or something. <laughs> I don't know. But I do know that the last two seasons have proven that the blind people really know how to make damn good ropes. They do. They do. <laughs> True. And that Baba Voss is an engineer. Yes. But we didn't see him set it up. How no, about, how no about, we did not. <laughs> how about Hanawa doing that two arrow Kill the Legolas thing. Yeah, yeah, Legolas thing. yeah that she's, was, she's Hawkeye now. It was cool, but again, where, when did they learn this stuff? Here's, here's the biggest problem I have with all these blind people and their arrows and none of them miss. <laughs> they never miss. Not, really? not fucking once did they miss. The, the crossbow dudes. With oh, the crossbow. Blaster. Well, they have Master Blaster. Quarter it height, left. Look, no. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> fucking Master Blaster stand up. Um. Go to the left, three clicks north. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden, all three of them hit their target yeah. and they instantly die. You, yeah. you know, there's no shoulder shots. There's no glancing off the side of the head. There's no, everything's straight to the brain or straight to the heart. And it's just. And, and it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Kofun and Hannah are, are, are like yeah. not warning them at all. Yeah. It's just, it's nonsense. It's an absolute <laughs> nonsensical thing that they got these fucking, you know, crossbow dudes and you got this stupid kid you know who who i just i just can't even i'm really i, I can't even get into it also because, the look on baba boss's face when he heard that kid's voice <laughs> i should have killed him when i had the chance <laughs> yeah it's just it's just crazy it's like was it was your two right your, <laughs> your suspension of disbelief was awful <laughs> this it was the most it was one of the dumbest things i think i've ever seen in, in, oh, in I didn't one hate of these, it. I hated it. I can imagine I that. I can imagine these, these are this army practicing with the crossbows and they would have like targets set up and the kid would be like, no left one click up or whatever. No, and well, they would they, like, they did show them running drills. Yeah. The they, they would but, know but, just but they, instinctually they never missed people behind barriers and rocks and, and, and everything. It's just, it was crazy to me. It's just, Vader, this is the goddamn Trevante's army. <laughs> they don't miss. And but, that's the point. But it was unrealistic. And I know this is a fantasy show and everything, but you know, one of them can miss once in a while. I mean, I'm, it, I'm willing you, you know, to, I'm willing to go along with this one just because. I just, yeah, it didn't, I, it just, yeah. It, I didn't buy it didn't into it. It, 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 it didn't bothered bother me. me a lot. I'm surprised. It didn't bug me that much. I see where you're coming from. I do. Cause we've talked about this show before. There's some ridiculous thing that happens, mm -hmm. but we're in because we're into the story. We're into the characters and we just buy into it. We're always speculating. How do these people see, how can mm -hmm. they tell this is that, or how can they know this? It's like, I can only talk so much up to, to daredevil level, super, super, <laughs> superhero blind powers. Okay. So we're pretty damn close to that. I though. just, it's just, it just did not make sense how you have this kid telling these guys with three words, to never miss a shot. Ever. Mm. 
Okay. So. Well, listen, that kid was bought and paid for yeah. because he could see, and he better be worth his money to the Cervantes <laughs> army or they're going to do something worse to him. I mean, they can't brood Marin because he's a dude, <laughs> yeah. but uh, well, I guess they, they, could. they could. Yeah, yeah they yeah, could. They could, totally they could yeah. stud him out. They could yeah. stud him out. <laughs> Which, they probably I mean, still will. Probably will. Yeah. yeah. When, well, he gets, when he gets too big to like sit on top of the shoulders <laughs> yeah, of, be, of the soldiers. That'd be a rough that was, existence. Oh, so dude. what do you do? Oh, I'm the, I'm the Trevantian stud farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, like, they just lined I, up. He's all over there like, I love my country. Great Great job. It's not so bad. Yeah. You're, you're fighting for the wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> this is way better than being at war. Yeah. All right. So the we stopped at the oil. So continue. Yeah. What happens after that? So at the end of the trench is a small flame, but Baba accidentally snuffs it out. So while he's relighting the fire like a real man does, <laughs> Tamata June and the mountain men have to hold off the Trevantians. Finally, Baba gets the flame lit and lights the burning oil, and all the Trevantian soldiers who are advancing upon him are burnt to a crisp. This little back and forth between Tamakta June and Baba Voss was freaking hilarious. It was pretty good. It was good. He's like, you're a mountain man. Can you light a fire? Yes, I'm a man. I can light a fire. Get out of here. <laughs> Every <laughs> time Tamakta June and Baba Voss are together, it's, 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 it's gold. great. It's, it's gold. gold. Yeah, yeah. But they're best friends now. So. Yeah, which is kind of funny. Because it's not funny. They don't know. It's like a love. It's their frenemies, man. Yeah, it's, it's a like love a, hate. Yeah, it's a love hate. Like, I know I need you right now and you're a cool warrior and I respect you. We, we went from. Uh, but I also hate you. You and I aren't done. I'm going to fucking kill you when this is all over to. Uh, he might still. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's a lot like Legolas and Gimli. It's that relationship. You yeah. Know? It's, it's, it's frenemies. 100%. I never got frenemies from Legolas and Gimli. Oh yeah, totally. Maybe at the very the, beginning. Dwarves and elves hate I, I each know other. Dwarves and elves hate elves. Dwarves and elves hate each other. Those are hell elves. The hell elves. Hell elves. Yeah. Yeah. Those are orcs, I think. <laughs> but, but it was kind of funny watching this, this scene because. The fire is obviously fake. Like it's very yeah, bad. It was CGI oh, yeah, fire. Yeah. Very bad CGI fire. But after talking with Christian Camargo about how their last bout with fire went, <laughs> yeah. uh, it makes I'll sense. I'll allow it. Yeah. He was like, I almost died the last time they tried to light me <laughs> on fire. So it we're not gonna... probably like, all right, listen. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't doing this again. I'm not dying for another season finale. <laughs> and they were like, come on, Christian, take one for the team. And he was it's like, like, no. I, I want to be on board, but <laughs> I'm going to need to be at least a few more feet away. They're like, fine, we'll see you. It is. All right. Well, I thought right. you were a team player, but okay. Right, I know he doesn't want to suffer for the art. <laughs> All right. So um, a pissed off Ito starts leading his troops in a new offensive with his crossbowman led by Master Blaster. And they start taking out all the mountain men at the tops of the trenches. Kofun decides to not be useless for once and tackles Master Blaster so he can't direct the crossbowman anymore. Somebody really should have just smashed this kid's head against a rock and like taken the choice out. Well, he basically broke his leg. Yeah. So Kofun and, Toad, Kofun and Toad start killing Ito's crossbowmen, but Toad gets stabbed by a Trevantian soldier and everyone's favorite witch finder dies doing what he loves laying in Kofun's arms. <laughs> R.I.P. Toad Foon, you will be missed. You are the wind my I, was, I was very happy that he died in the arms of the man who loved him. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> I acknowledge that that's not who Toad loved, but Kofun loved him. I mean, I was really <laughs> upset about this because Toad was my boy. <laughs> Like he was one of my favorite new characters you know, of the season. And I feel like they just kind of like set him up and then just, just killed him yeah, right I was, off. I wasn't happy about this either. Well, I 
I thought if anybody, somebody had to die in this episode. Yeah. And if it was going to be anybody, I thought Toad was a well, reasonable I, I choice. I actually thought either Bowline should have been the one to die because what are they doing with her? <laughs> or um, at least like have Charlotte die defending Kofun, you know, the girl from the compass, mm. because that would have been like her charter. And we could have gotten a lot more with Toad and Paris, but I guess judging by the end of this episode, that wasn't going to go very yeah, far either. Yeah, yeah. And, and Queen Kane would have never been safe from Toad. So... Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I somebody's got to kill her. You know, you know what? But the Toad thing, um, he was in the show for about ten minutes of screen time. I didn't care. <gasps> no, I didn't care. And um, how dare you? I, I know, but you know that's just the whole thing of what I'm talking about. You're they're, so salty they're, today. They're, I'm uh, sick of it. <laughs> sorry, <God. laughs> um, it's just another one of those things that I I just hadn't gotten invested in him yet because mm. they haven't had enough. He hasn't had enough screen time for me to care. I felt like he, he's had, he'd had plenty of screens at the time throughout the season. He's, he's had, I mean, he was Kofun's mentor. Yeah. He was his protector. He was all, Paris's love interest. He was again to mock to June's all right had hand a well-rounded life in one season. Paris's they had four minutes at the most together on screen. Probably more like two minutes. His other senses and, were um, heightened. Yeah, it's just I just I'm <laughs> having a hard time. His heart sense grew five times bigger when I'm, he met I, Paris. That's, when it is she the same. Him. It's the same complaint I have with every relationship in this show. The, that they, they there's no there's no build up and mm, I, I, I don't i, I, I don't well you can disagree all you want but i'm right and um i just don't care i'm so proud of him <laughs> <laughs> you know you know it's like oh toad died big shocker well the, the thing surprise, was surprise surprise seeing that character die it made me sad and then his last words were tell paris and when kofun's like tell paris want what and he's like she knows yeah. And then he dies. And it's just like, oh, man. I was so sad. Like, yeah. uh, we were, obviously, we watched it together. And when Toad got stabbed, I like screamed out loud, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was right there with you. I was yeah. like, no, yeah. not Toad. No, Toad. Like, take Kofun. Take Kofun. <laughs> <laughs> he's right there. Take him. Like, the whole time, he's like legit dying. I'm like, he's okay. He's okay. He's going to be okay. As long as we don't see him die, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He'll come back. He'll come I, back. I think. I think think by killing characters like Kofun, um you mean toad toad i i feel like they're Wishful almost thinking. they're almost kind of taking the easy way out here I it's agree. like oh we have to kill somebody yeah. so let's just kill toad yeah i agree you, you know you. let's let's kill boots let's kill you know these two guys then drill and morale they, they killed them because nobody cared about them yeah well they have to get them out of the way all right toad there's a little bit of emotional investment because he is a a, a fan favorite right mm-hmm. but still he he hasn't been he's this is his first season i think you're just mad and because nobody killed kofun because <laughs> like kofun actually killed, deserves to die if they had killed somebody more important like tamak de june we all would have been furious and that might have been what they should have fucking done because that would have been cool that would have been their ballsy their, that would have been their ned stark moment that would have been yeah. their fucking red wedding those that show was popular because they had stones and balls to kill to off. fuck with your head. Well, that when was you George R. R. Martin. Yeah. Let's not give the well, show too this, much credit. That's, but this show I know what you're saying, though. is yeah. in that same vein. And it's just, I'm having a hard time with, with some of the choices that they're making on this show. So you want them to go darker? Yeah. Kill off more I, people. I guess. No, not kill off more people. Kill off people that we're invested we're in. in. That we care See, about. See, some people were invested in Toad, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I was totally invested. I don't in see how you were. But I okay. was. I'm not going to take that away from you. All right. Toad Foon. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> Fucking dumb. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm glad they killed him now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't, stupid. Don't yuck my shit. You stupid shippers everywhere. <laughs> oh, Toad Foon. Let's have a gay relationship because, you know, that's what everybody does these God days. God damn, you are dark Jesus. today. <laughs> are you all right? No, I'm good. Are you serious? I'm fine. Take it down a notch, bro. Seriously. <laughs> what happens next, Kaden? <laughs> all right. So elsewhere, the battle goes on and Team Baba is being driven back that, by the Travantian army. Ido notices there are more soldiers on the Paian side than they previously thought, but him and Rin continue to lead their troops in in advance. It looks like Team Baba has been backed into a corner where the cliffside ends in a cul-de-sac, but Baba has a trick up his sleeve. The mountain men all throw down ropes, and as Team Baba climbs out of the canyon, Baba Voss pulls down a big-ass rock that breaks through the ground, revealing to everyone that they were actually fighting on top of frozen water. Rin realizes too late that they've been baited into, into a trap and orders a retreat, but the Trevanti army all starts to fall into the icy water dragged down by the weight of their weapons and armor. It looks like Rin dies too, but don't worry, she's fine. However, Ido thinks she's perished and her loss triggers him. When his army is entirely underwater, Ido fucks off somewhere, basically admitting defeat. Strategically, this is the dumbest thing they could have done. I thought it was really cool though. Well, why would he have to do it? For, there's already people up on the cliff. We've yeah. established that. There's people who are throwing the ropes push down. The rock have somebody push the rock down. Why is he down there? Having it collapse down on top of him. First, first of all, no one up there can see. Second of all, you can Baba Voss. Well, ba Baba Voss was leading the battle, so he knew the time to do it. So the people up top probably wouldn't have known unless he gave them a signal. But then that would alert their strategy to but other didn't people. But didn't Bo uh, blow the horn to give the signal? Yeah, after Baba Voss told her to. After he after he pulled the rock and he shouted, right? He was yelling something. I can't something. He said now. Yeah, I think. So I just, I don't know, to me, like the first thing that came to my head, yes, it's cool. Yes, I like the whole, yeah. you know. It was a good reveal. It was a good reveal. That's cool. The, the way it went down, I was like, why wouldn't they just have like four people up there well, pushing the rock down? Yeah. Because, I, I don't know, I just thought it was silly. There's one guy, that freaking rock's big. Well, I know it's Baba Voss. Baba Voss. I get it, but still, he, he it's can, like. He can pull a 3,000 boulder. Have a couple mountain people up there helping him out. You know what I mean? He's one shot Voss. <laughs> he is We've one shot known Voss. this from the first episode yeah. of season one. He's one shot Voss. Yeah. Well, it was funny because he was taking his armor off and we were like, why is he taking his armor yeah. off? So he doesn't That's fall. Weird. Yeah. yeah, but so he's not weighed down. Mm -hmm. that was, it was cool. I just thought the way it happened was a little goofy, but don't matter. Jude was convinced Rin was going to die in that scene. Mm -hmm. And she should have. She probably should have. Because I don't know what but they're going to What are they going to do with her? Miracle happened. She like swam to the top with all of her armor <laughs> still on. And, you know, after she was being sunk down to the black depths of the eight foot deep river and, and um you know it's just so so this is basically the end of the 15 minute long blind battle guinness book of world records yeah um vader you said you had a lot of problems i with, just it just i just didn't like battle. how they there was no i'm getting tired of saying the word setup but there there was no there was no setup setup for for, <laughs> for, for any any of the any of these booby traps yeah, you, you, you know, these are all like, surprises, which yeah. I don't know if they were going for like, like we want to surprise the audience with these like, cool oh, we're going to go to this old fort and we're going to have our last stand at this fort. But, yeah. but really, secretly, we have this place set up because we knew this fight was coming three days ago. And, <laughs> and um, didn't they rush there because yeah. they were like, shit, we're going to get there before they do. So they didn't. Right. Unless this right. stuff, and this stuff now, was already now, there. Now all of a sudden we have all these secret booby traps and things set up and Baba Voss has this big plan to bring them up on the frozen river and yeah. to pull the, pull the 
the boulder that God knows how the boulder got up there to begin with off into, into the ice pond. And then, you know, because, you know, nobody can tell if they're fighting on a big sheet of ice, apparently, you know, in, in this river. And it's just, none of it made sense. It made no sense to me. And I was just very disappointed when, when I said yeah. I woke up the next morning, kind of annoyed. We this, can this tell is the why this we is can why. tell it, it, it just, it, it just felt also so contrived and easy. It's like, okay, put him in a bottleneck, start throwing rocks at him down there on the, and do on, like a 300 yeah. thing. That's what I thought. Yeah, they were yeah, you know, yeah. that's fine. But the way this all ended up was just goofy. It, it's just. So Kanish, I got a question for you as far as writing goes. Like, is it better to keep the audience in suspense and having all these booby traps, or is it better to have everything laid out so that we kind of like know what's going to happen? Well, there is a, a trope that can be used where you have like a short montage sequence of seeing them preparing for battle, like by setting up these booby traps, but we don't know what the booby traps are necessarily, but like a quick montage where it's like, Oh, the Trevantians aren't there right away. When they get to the fort, they have like a couple hours or like something like that. Yeah. And um, while they're doing the montage, Baba Boss is like, oh, he hears them. And he's like, they're here. And then they go out and they have like mm -hmm. that whole thing at the end of the penultimate episode. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so like there are ways where you can set things up that don't communicate exactly what the surprises are going to be. Okay. But you show the audience that they're preparing for it so that when they happen in the actual episode, it doesn't come out of left field. It doesn't seem like a deus ex machina. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't feel that way again. Like I had my brain turned off for most of this episode. So like, I was just enjoying like the cool twists and turns, which I think, um, is one of Jonathan Tropper's kind of like well, main things where, I, where like, he just does these cool, awesome like scenes and you're just like, wow, that was, that was incredible. And like, you just don't think about the bigger picture. Um, see, that, that's the problem I had is, is I enjoyed this episode when I watched it for the most part, you know, I had some questions. I didn't go to bed upset. I woke up angry. I dreamed about this stupid episode. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, I dreamed about this. And, and it's like my brain was like trying to tell me all the stuff that was wrong with it for some reason. And, and I woke up really annoyed. And that was when I went and I wrote down my 3,000 page, my 3,000 word essay. I'm like, what the hell? What's yeah. going on here? You know, it's just. I do appreciate the passion in your heart. It's, it's but just, I need I'm, you to simmer the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think season one prepared me for like anything that this season, like I, when we first started the season, I was expecting it to be but, much but, worse than it but was. But that's it. This, this whole season was really good for the most part. I mean, there was some issues that I had, but for the most part, they've had, a, they've been telling us a good story. Mm. And then to just kind of, I feel like they just had all these stupid ideas that they just barfed onto the screen for this last episode and they could have done so many things so, so differently. I, I just, mm. it didn't make any sense. I do think that the eight episode format for it's a season terrible. is bullshit. Yeah, it's awful. I miss the days where we got a, a longer season where we could get a really well-rounded story. But I feel like as a whole this season miles above last oh, yeah. season. Oh, it's yeah. been awesome. Sure. I really enjoyed the last episode. Um, if I sit and pick it apart, yeah, technically the battle scenes fall apart, but I'm not a fucking warrior. So <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, those tribes, <laughs> I don't care why. So I dug it, I loved it. And 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 like, I'm willing to just keep my my disbelief right here. 
and and just continue the to to love it because like I teared up when uh, the the tribes showed up and I was like they're all standing with blah blah blah. <laughs> I know it doesn't make sense, but this is C. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we left sense behind a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> I left that sense we'll behind. See. That's my blindness, and the, my other senses are just way amped. Here's the thing about the tribes because I've been trying to battle with this too because my first impression was like who the hell are these people? Where are they coming from? But we've spent the entire season having Paris like go off into the woods somewhere and like talk to random people in nature in nature. Yeah. Like, oh, I know you're here. Come on over. Enjoy the fire and have mm-hmm. some tea or whatever she says. I'll have and my presage call. You're a presage. Yeah. It was like, OK, so what we were all like, what is Paris doing? And then we kind of forgot. And then she shows up with Toad and then there's more people who are like, oh, it's the it's the when, compass. When did, when did she do this? When Baba Voss was. Very early in the season, like episode oh. two or something. She was out in the woods and she was, remember she, the, the people and the feet walked in? Yeah, and, yeah. Well, that was the compass. We assumed that. So was we assumed it was the compass. So they just showed up, right? Conveniently at the start of the battle? Well, she, because she went and got him a couple Yeah, she ago. went and got him and we were like, hey, there's going to be some shit going I, down. I just want you guys to like hang out and don't say nothing on the side of the Yeah. Like when you, we're going to need each other here pretty soon. So. And also way. like, I get that one of the reasons I, I would have appreciated seeing this, but I get that one of the reasons why the the tribes were so willing to come and fight um, with Baba is because Trevantes has been stealing their children and mm. making slaves out of them. So, I mean, everybody needs to wants to fight against Trevantes. Yeah, nobody likes slaves. Nobody wants. <laughs> nobody likes. Nobody Pittsburgh. wants them to take over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah every, everyone's just like fuck Pittsburgh, man. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> fight against them. Pittsburgh sucks. <laughs> Pittsburgh does suck. Hey, man. Sorry, Pittsburghians. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburghians. <laughs> what do they call them? No. I mean in real life, in our in our world. Pittsburghians. Pitts- Pittsburghites. <laughs> Pittsburghites. I don't know. They call them Pennsylvanians. Pitts- <laughs> Pittsburghians. That's where I'm from. I'm making fun of my own people. All right. Okay. Before we continue the conversation, let's hear a word from some sponsors. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Go ahead, Kish. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> All right. The victory is short-lived for Baba Voss, though, when he hears a dog whistle and goes to meet Ito for a final face-off. Ito is on the bridge of Broken Dreams, blowing on Wrench's whistle, revealing that the old armorer was the scapegoat for Baba's escape from Trevantes. Ito and Baba both disarm and then fight each other one last time, mano a mano, man to man. Baba eventually gets the best of Ito, but chooses to spare him. Ito then stabs Baba with a sword, forcing Baba to kill him instead. And as Ito lays dying, he asks Baba if their father really did order Baba to kill him. And when Baba says yes, Ito's final words are, what a prick. (laughs) This fight scene was cool. Yeah. I dug it. 
the I didn't because I didn't really know how it was gonna go. And then when Ido freaking like lifts Baba up and like smashes his back on the side of the railing or whatever, or when he claps his ears. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was yeah. pretty. Yeah, that was pretty rough too. Like there was some down and dirty fighting yeah, going on. It here. was interesting how like they set up that um, Baba Voss is like far more like sensitive than a regular Ayura. Mm -hmm. Like he could hear better than like almost anyone on the planet. <laughs> Which we suspected. And then we yeah. got confirmation of that. So I appreciate it. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, dog whistles. And then also the armor that Baba met up with in episodes one and two, he was the one who they blamed uh, their escape on. So they kind of closed that thread, which is why Ren is still walking free and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, but, uh, this fight scene, I thought, you know, like we all knew that Dave Batista wasn't coming back for season three. So it was obvious he was going to die this season, Yeah, but it was still kind of interesting because I think in one of my predictions that I said, Baba wasn't going to kill Ido. He was going to defeat him and then like leave him. And Ido was going to try to kill Baba and then someone like Kofun would top in and, and kill him. <laughs> but it ends up like Baba actually ends up having to kill him after getting stabbed. And, uh, when, when Baba was stabbed, Jude and I were like, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, but we knew that he was going to be okay. And it was kind of like a sad thing because when Ido's lying there dying, Baba's like, you could have come with me. You could have like, yeah. you know, you didn't have to go back. And he was like, you know, the Trevantians were going to kill me and I would have been hung in Pensa. Yeah, I, he I was like, there was no coming back for yeah. me from this war. And he also thought that his his surrogate daughter was dead at mm -hmm. this point too. So like he literally had nothing left to lose and all he had was his vengeance. And then at the end when he realized that Baba was actually uh, a brother who cared for him as opposed to one who betrayed him. It was just kind of sad because he was just like, oh, dad was such a prick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? I thought it was a nice brotherly moment, a funny last word. Not funny, but like a, it was, it, it was a little comedy yeah, there. Yeah. It was like, oh, God, what a prick. And then he just kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. I, I like this. Uh, the whole fight scene was really cool. Really well done. And going back a little bit, um, in the main battle scene where they had like those long shots where they were like the camera never really cut or if they did cut, they'd hide it behind like somebody walked. I thought that whole, the way they kind of filmed that like real low yeah, angle with, with the hidden cuts. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. There was also a great scene during the battle where Baba's like killing all these people and he's like, Tamakta June. And yeah. Tamakta June's like Baba Voss. And, and Baba's like, just checking to see if you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. There were some cool moments. All right, what happens next? Oh, yeah. Um, did Vader have oh. anything to say about this? The big final battle for the brothers? It was it was it was pretty cool. Okay. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good fight scene. It was a good fight scene, and I'm sad that they killed uh uh Ito. Ito off. But again, like my biggest complaint is I, I just wanted more. I wanted to know why Ito hated Baba as well, much we, as he did. You set that up. Was, yeah, they've They've had a few scenes here and there, but I, it's just, I have this, it's the same complaint. I, I needed more. Okay. And I, I wanted to know why I wanted, I wanted flashbacks. I wanted to see young versions of these guys and their dipshit dad. <laughs> <laughs> telling, I, want, I wanted to know. Like manipulating man, them. I wanted, I wanted to see the manipulation of these yeah. two. I, I wanted father. to see why Ido was like so invested in his father and how he got that weird scar. Yeah. I, want, I wanted to know how, he, how Baba fucked his head up. I, I want, I needed. I just needed more. There, there wasn't enough backstory for me to really buy into why they hated each other so much. And, and you know, it's just they're, they're, I'm, I'm going to leave my salt on this one because I just it doesn't matter now because they killed him. Like if they just had like one more episode, they could have done they could have addressed a lot of this stuff, I think. Yeah, they, they could have had an entire episode if they could if they could stretch this into like 12 episodes. They could have had just one episode of the adventures of Baba and Ido. 
I mean, when they, when they were 15 I, I, I years old. I don't want to start second guessing their plans no, for the season, but, but I just feel like if there was just one more episode where they could have like, I don't know, addressed some of these things that fans are wondering about, yeah. like it would have been, would have been nice. You know, flashbacks are a real thing in television shows. Well, they did a lot of flashbacks you, in you, Game you, of Thrones. Well, yeah. Well, they were like, went back to like the, hundreds of years. You know, there's this, is, cool this shit. the streaming world. Let's give us a. Give us a 12 minute short film. They got freaking some, some episodes. Yeah. yeah. They got some, they have Apple money. Make as much as they want. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> you know, they, they can address a lot of stuff with short yeah. little webisodes. You know, it's just, I just, I had a hard time buying in. You really don't like the eight episode setup. Huh? I, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I, I really do. It feels like they rush everything mm. and that, and that we don't get enough of, of, of anything. How many episodes was season eight of Game of Thrones? Like, I was think like, it was eight. It was eight. eight. And or it sucked. No, it was no, less no, than it was, it was six. Six yeah. episodes. Yeah, well, they just... It was, yeah. they were, but, but the episodes were like an hour and a half each. Yeah. Mm. We're going to get six movies. No, the first yeah, episode was, was an hour and a half. <laughs> and then they got shorter and shorter each episode. Yeah, this this thing that's happening with, with uh, TV shows these days, where uh -huh. they're getting... They're trying to cram so much. Well, well, the budgets are getting bigger, so the seasons are getting shorter. Yeah. Well, um, I, just to say something that Vader kind of touched on, like, I feel like... This final fight between Baba and Ito, there should have been more at stake mm -hmm. for it, because I think to have Ito or Baba kill Ito and finally break that that line that he had avoided for so long, like it, it should have been something where like the winner of that fight wins the war. Like it should have been maybe like the yeah. big battle was fought to a stalemate, and the Durvantians were going to overtake him, and then Baba challenges Ito to single combat, and if he defeats the, the Grand General of the Tarantians, then like the Taranti army goes and fucks off or something yeah, that, like that. that. Would be cool. There mean, just wasn't enough at stake for this, this final fight. I, I this thought. was a, this was a personal fight. Yeah. It had nothing I disagree. Was. Yeah. I don't think it had anything. I'm with you, Matthew. I'm with you. You guys. Yeah. I mean, like, you stand like, with Kadish. <laughs> like, like, don't, don't get me wrong. The personal stakes were there, but I feel like there needed to be something bigger at stake for this battle to have a, a truly impactful ending to it. So that little, it was a little bit of a, of a downer. The two different fighting styles between Baba Voss and Ido, that was really cool to see like on full scale. Cause you see like Baba Voss was like rolling and tumbling and like he was doing like some jujitsu stuff and Ido. Which was, was interesting because they're brothers. So you would think that they trained together yeah, and had a, and would have a like similar a, style. He does like a freaking tank though. He's huge. Baba Voss is very I, like I actually think fluid. Ba Baba Voss's time as a slaver probably taught him stuff that Ido as a soldier was not aware of. Mm. Cause a lot of Baba Voss's stuff is very low to the ground. Whereas soldiers are very much like you, you got to stand your ground and like, you know, face your opponent head on type yeah. stuff. No, I thought the fight itself was really good. Yeah. It was, it was well choreographed. It was like, you know, watching a professional wrestling match. I guess. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was solid. Cool. Really good. All right. So getting back to the episode, Hanawa meets with Master Blaster, whose wounds are being tended to by Charlotte. Hanawa informs Master Blaster that they have the same father, and Master Blaster asks why they're fighting for the bad guys. And Hanawa tells him that the sighted are always on the same side. Just she, stupid. She <laughs> then hands Master Blaster over to Charlotte and the compass. Speaking of which, where was the compass during this battle? Shouldn't she they was have there. Been there? She was. She, she was, was there. No, no. Char Charlotte was there. But yeah. I'm talking about the compass. Oh, the whole organization. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you think it would have been all hands on deck to protect. Well, they couldn't come out and be like, we stand with Baba because they don't. They stand with the sighted. <laughs> yeah, but no, like we only saw Charlotte on the battlefield. There was no other compass member. Yeah, yeah, the sign is heresy. You don't know what you saw. <laughs> you, you would think that Charlotte would have contacted the compass somehow and had like the entire group come out to protect the two royal blind kids or sighted kids uh, in this episode. But uh, that, that's just one of those things that the absence of them after having set them up in episode three. 
was very kind of stand out to me, just like the absence of shadows this entire season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we forgot about shadows after season one. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> line was back. Look, man, the, sh- the shadows were a cool character concept. Yeah, I really I think they the were shadows. cool. Yeah. So yeah. get all naked and cut up in mud, <laughs> run around. You just liked it. Who wouldn't you. want that life? <laughs> Stand in a corner, shiver in silence. <laughs> yeah, it was winter time. <laughs> it's like freezing outside. They're not going to be rolling around in mud. Is that the shadow's one weakness? It's cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, they this, only operate in the summer. This whole scene with, it made me mad at Hanawa. I, it's like now, now I'm okay. So the, yeah, her because comment. She just comes up. Let, <laughs> let, let me finish Hannah's oh, okay. part in this, and we can talk about it. Okay, All right, go ahead. All right. So Hannah then goes to the Travanti prisoners and finds Rin freezing her bits off. She unties Rin and leads her away. Hannah tries to convince Rin to stay with her, but Rin decides to fuck back off back to Travanti's instead. When Rin leaves, Kofun confronts Hannah about letting the enemy go. But instead of telling him that Rin was the one who helped her and their father escape from Travanti's, she just lets Kofun continue to be a whiny, moody little snot. Hanawa then tells Kofun that Rin is her people, and Kofun asks, what am I? <laughs> and although Hanawa doesn't answer him, the audience says, you're that dude who got bitch slapped by his daddy and totally banged his aunt. That's who you are. Yeah, so they've ruined Kofun's character as far as any kind of sympathy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, because now he's right, mad he's, at like everybody. Well, you he's, know he's, he's going to go and do something oh, stupid, yeah. Oh, yeah, like sure. release the queen. Yeah, uh-huh. And, you know, and again, totally expected, right? Yeah. So maybe they should do something different. Um, Hannah was just dumb. She 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 just goes in there and she lets the basically the new general of the uh, of the Tamakta whatever Travanti's Travanti's army now just walk off into the sunset. Yeah, and she lets the other the the, the sighted kid go with the compass and, and go with the compass. Well, it is her half brother. Well, I don't care. He's still <laughs> the, the enemy, right? He's eight. So what? <laughs> It, He's it, only but, half but, a man but, without his blaster. But, to write yeah, that's true. But, so I, I understand Kofun's annoyance with this, but is it, is, is it weird that Kofun is the only one that has a problem with this? Nobody else in, in the. Nobody else saw her. Let yeah. Her nobody else could see it. <laughs> but n- nobody else knew that they had captured this person. Probably not. I don't know. I, I mean, well, here, here's the thing that irritated just, it's me. Insane. Somebody tied her up and put her in the, in the, in the pile yeah, with all the other they prisoners. Didn't know who she was. What are they doing with all the other prisoners? Oh, she had the captain's sash on still, right? Unless she dropped it somewhere. I didn't notice. But no, but my issue with this is when Hannah was like, we're all on the same side. Yeah. All us sighted people are on the same side. What about freaking Juro Morel's kids who right. tried to freaking sell you into slavery? Yeah. Are you on their side too? Yeah, that's that's ludicrous. It makes about, no sense. What about the millions of sighted people that started this war <laughs> and fought against each other? Like- the silly thing that she just said. Yeah, it was very yeah, silly. It, it, I didn't understand where she was coming from. Yeah. I think she was. Well, well, Paris's whole thing was that the the war is coming down to the sided versus the unsided, and so I think Hannah was. A comment there was more about okay, because we're in the minority and we're at a disadvantage, we all need to stick together as opposed to uh, fighting against one another. And she's always thought that being sided was, was superior. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I mean, it's and and Kofun's taken the exact opposite track, where he's like, "We're not special." Uh, because in his, because ex- he's not <laughs> exactly in his, in his experience, he keeps getting owned by blind people. So he's yeah. just like, Hey, we're not special. This doesn't make us better than everyone else. And Hannah was always been kind of like, yeah, it does. Yeah. She's yeah. always thought that even yeah. from season one. The thing, the thing with Kofun though, is I'm so turned off and put off by his character that I don't feel like he has a leg a, to stand the, on the leg or he, he has no right. His character has no right to, to challenge or criticize anybody on this show 
He, he, his, he's whole, banging his aunt. <laughs> his sole purpose is to be the dipshit and, and, and set up all the bad stuff that happens in the show. Now, everything goes back to him at this point. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. And him, and to him, they have cool moments where he's jumping off the, the, the off the rocks <laughs> and getting the first kill and being all badass and stuff with no setup for it. Just, it pisses me off. His whole, there, there was setup for that. Yeah. I mean, like he, we did see him training. We, but we, we, we saw Toad kick his ass for yeah. about four seconds. <laughs> he, we didn't see him doing anything. He had a training montage with him. He, he, he had a, he had a punching bag that he was fighting, you know, next to his, Ants jail well, this, cell. This whole season takes place over months. Well, so we only saw those moments with him, but um, you have to assume I, that he's doing it that, for a long time. I, I, I mean, you know what would have been interesting is if the compass had found him and like the entire season was just him at the compass camp training with them, you know, like that and Paris could have been there with him or something like that. I feel like the, the whole journey to Pensa and then him being seduced by the queen and all that stuff. Uh, I, I feel like that was done to the detriment of his character. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it was the only way that we could realistically keep queen Kane alive because uh, if it wasn't for that whole situation with kofun she'd be dead i i mean like the writers could have figured out other ways sure. to protect the queen but i mean the the, the long and short of it is that kofun is is the big problem in this episode in this series in the sense that like nobody likes his character <laughs> and we should be rooting for him but we just don't because they've Correct. mishandled his character so badly mm. he definitely is the antagonist to the season <laughs> i wouldn't call him an antagonist i just say like he, he's the weakest character he's of the, the bunch yeah. well he's like and he's someone we're supposed to care about i i'd much rather hang out with henua yeah sure <laughs> anyway all right so what i happens feel like next? if i hung out with kofun i'd end up getting killed somehow but even yeah even or, or you get banged yeah you get pregnant I don't even feel like I don't need no more babies. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I did it though. I, 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 even Hanawa, I don't I don't feel like her letting Ren go was because she's can see. I feel like she just let him go because she loves her. her. Because, you know, she gets her hormones all raging. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so it's just that makes more sense to me. It wasn't because she was sighted. It was because yeah. right. they had a relationship. And that's why it was so silly what she said. She could have said, I love her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's the girl that saved my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, anyway, uh, in the fort, Paris is mourning over Toad's body, and Kofun takes Toad's horse. <laughs> Hanawa meets up with a beaten to shit Baba Voss, and Team Baba heads back to Pensa, where they triumphantly reunite with Magra. That night, Baba Voss, who just got stabbed in the gut, mind you, does some sexy stabbing with Magra for some much-needed victory nookie. Afterwards, <laughs> Baba says he realizes their children are all grown and that they don't need him anymore. So that happened. Um, yeah, that happened. Jason Momoa's ass was in the shot for a couple minutes. That was how'd that make you feel, dude? Grateful. <laughs> it was a side profile, right? Yeah, side profile. I'm angry at that scene. Uh, <laughs> I'm so angry. It makes me mad. It's like we only got a side profile. We didn't get to actually see his butt. It was just a side. Didn't get profile. full butt. We didn't get full butt. Yeah. It makes me upset. Listen, we got no butt season one. We get side butt season two. Season three is going to be the full butt. Maybe just wait for it. Season season three is full Monty. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. What happens next? I think that's the most nudity we've ever seen in Apple TV show. Uh, yeah. So yeah. far. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to get nudity, like, like, they really don't go full HBO, do they? No, they don't. I'm kind of glad about that though. HBO goes a little bit too much. They're like, really? yeah, HBO is full softcore porn. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Anyway, continue on. 
All right. So the next day, Queen Magra promotes Tamakta Jun to the High General of the Payan Army and, and changes the Witchfinder Army's charter to be that of the Royal Guard. Tamakta Jun realizes that not all his former Witchfinders are going to be happy serving a regime that's cool with sight. So he releases them from their blood oath, and about half their members tell Tamakta to go fuck himself and then leave. Led by Commander Ferrick, who really should have been played by Christian Slum. Hmm. He was. He had a white beard too, didn't he? He, he looked just like him. God damn yeah. it, man. Yeah. Again, I don't. I don't feel like they set this up really well. Yeah, we had no idea who that guy is. Ferrick. No. Yeah, the, he, didn't, the, he didn't show up until this episode. Yeah, this is the first time we no, see the, him. The whole um, half my army is going to walk away from me thing. Oh, I got that. I, I mean, it was I, just, I, I mean, they set that up since Toad's guys. They, they, they did, him. but this just kind of really seemed out of the blue. No, it and random to me. I, no, I, I got it. Totally disagree with that. Yeah. Okay, I, I took it for hundred percent. I'm like, oh yeah, there's going to be some people who are like, uh, no. Yeah. I just dedicated my life to killing people who can see. Yeah. And now you're like, thanks, switching. For, I get thanks what you're for fighting that war with me. Yeah. You want to go? I did like that he actually did that though, where he was like, "All right, I know you guys are not going to be in on this, so if you want to walk away, I'm not going to compel you to stay. Go ahead." Which, which probably sets up, you know, the the big bads for well, next it, season it, it also something. sets up loyalist Queen Kane, yes. uh, for season three. No, but, no, because she's all about sighted people now. Yeah, she is a sighted yeah. baby now. Oh no, she can manipulate the the schism there. I guarantee that. Like, like she, she'll be like, "Oh, my baby's going to be blind, and the God flame will bless him." <laughs> Prophecy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know how many allies she's going to have, but well, they, they got to be setting something up with that. Maybe. So Tamakti tells Magra that they lost twenty-two witchfinders and that they will eventually be a problem. Tamakti Jun reveals that he wants to retire, but Magra begs him to stay on, and Tamakti Jun says he'll consider it, and then fucks off. This made me sad, but also this and the the last like. 10 minutes of this episode was just watching all the characters just go. Well, at least she didn't tell him he could kill himself. <laughs> She's like, just well, think about when, uh, it. Stay on. Well, well, well she, she was like, you look so tired. Yeah. Like, lo- yeah. Try oh, serving yeah, your sister for 20 years. <laughs> that was a good line. That was I a good line. That. Yeah. that was a great line. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I like the scene. It was cool. I, I like having Tamakta June like try and decide whether or not he wants to hang out with Magra or if he wants to go do his own thing. Well, well, we know from our interview with Christian Camargo that he's going to be in season oh, yeah. three and yeah. he's going to have like a two minute long fight scene eventually. So chances are he doesn't retire or if he does retire, he's pulled back. They pull him back in. I really hope that it doesn't come to a head between him and Baba Voss. Cause I know Baba the whole season has been saying like, once this is over me and you, we're going to have a reckoning, well, but I'm fucking over it. They have such good <laughs> buddy cop energy. But they have to have their reckoning at some point. They that, can have a fight where they don't that, kill each other. Season eight. That's when or, or that <laughs> part of the part of the that we didn't get that this season is one of the things that kind of annoys me because they did set that up, but then we didn't get the payoff for it. We'll get it and next season. I, I don't hope want so. it anymore. Yeah, well, I, I I feel like the whole confrontation between Baba and Ito was the focus this season, and yeah. yes. having Tamakta June in there would have. There's yeah. got to be a new big bad next it. season. Yeah. So finally, we're back at the House of Enlightenment, and uh, we learned that Olaman and Tormata. Haven't been working on curing blindness, but making explosives, adding a powerful new weapon to the Trevanti arsenal. Damn it. This, this, is, this is so dumb. stupid. It is dumb, isn't uh, it? This is like, I was in. Even when you were complaining about the battle, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I'm in. It was cool. It was fun. I liked it. Some of the stuff didn't make sense. Whatever. It's like, it was oh, like, we found the box of dynamite. The end of this, where we get to see the freaking, the Stargate guy come back and we're like, oh shit, he's going to cure blindness. He's the greatest scientist Trevantis have. I made dynamite. Like, what? The, Dynamite? You read a book somewhere on how to make gunpowder and now you think you're freaking God? Like, 
that's like ancient Chinese technology, bro. You're not breaking any ground over here. I was, so, they grew up freaking hay huts. Yeah. It was so dumb. Well, I'm I, like, I, come on, man, give me some badass shit. You have guns. Well, yeah, well the fact Build that they know. Build a torpedo, that'll impress me. The fact that they know how to make bullets now could be like a big game changer. Like, you know, I knew that one of the, the big kind of cliffhangers of this episode was going to be or flashback to the House of Enlightenment. Yeah. And we're going to figure out like, you know, what's been going on there. And I was kind of underwhelmed by this. Like, oh, I, yeah. I really yeah. thought yeah, that, that there was going to be like a much bigger revelation. And the fact that it's just like, oh, they figure out how to make uh, gunpowder. It's like, yeah, OK. <laughs> I, I mean, like that's a game changer for the Trevantian army for sure. But I, I wanted something more impactful. And it felt like it was almost like a throwaway, uh, which was a little bit of a disappointment to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I was really expecting my expectations were up here. I was like, like we talked about the other day, we speculated, oh, what if he cures blindness or what? Yeah. I never expected him to cure blindness. Yeah, that, that was a bit of a reach. But I, I, was, that, I was hoping that's <laughs> yeah. where they were going. Something in that direction where they were going to like change <laughs> I was, the game. I, just, I was going to let you guys just have your little. I, just, I was so. Gonna cure blindness I was so frustrated, blindness. man. I was like, freaking gunpowder, really, bro? Like, like, that's the best you came up with? We haven't cured blindness. You have an entire library. It's, it's, it's 2021 and we haven't cured blindness, bro. Come on. <laughs> no, but like this a bunch is of cave people. This is due to a virus. A bunch of Jordy LaForge yeah. virus for him. You know? Get out this, of is, this is not blindness because of some accident or some genetic yeah. fault. This is a virus. That yeah, it yeah. affects your sight. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll find a bottle of ivermectin and take it. Some miraculous horsey warmer. They'll listen to an old Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> she was here all along. <laughs> Get me some of that hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> Who's this fucking Trump guy? <laughs> sounds like an idiot. It's really, <laughs> well, really good. We're going to do it all. <laughs> We're going to have the best blind army crossbowmen. You're going to get so tired of winning. Chet, 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 chet. Yeah. Trump, 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 Trump. Oh, that went off the rails. Yeah. All but, right. But, but you know the thing about this being like a, a disease, it's like people, their eyes might be capable of seeing, but because they're host to the virus, the virus prevents them from doing that. Yeah. So if they could cure the virus, all of a sudden, boom, they can see. And it's like, maybe, oh, that's a game changer. Maybe like something simple like penicillin would work yeah. or something. <laughs> Who knows? I, I just, the gunpowder thing, the explosive thing, it was really just underwhelming to me. I, I, I don't know what else there would have been. I mean, they have an entire library of human history at the House of Enlightenment. They have weapons, they have guns, they have machine guns. Like, I, th I felt like, Gunpowder is already like a given. Like they don't know how to make gunpowder. Is this new? Really? This this is new technology. It's like three things. I mean, Cervantes Ter run by freaking underground mines where they harvest coal to burn in the boilers and stuff. So, like they don't have explosives to mine. I also feel like Olaman could have just grabbed like a gun and just shot all the Cervantian soldiers there <laughs> and like taken back his home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now that Ido Voss is dead, like who's gonna like nobody knows about it except um, David Hewlett. Yeah, because they kept that whole thing a secret, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was really, really. I didn't like that. We'll see what we what they do with it next season. Yeah. yeah. So back in see people are gonna not want to watch. Show <laughs> I know. Anymore. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Those salty nerds. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> we do for we sure. Do. Yeah. I, I don't want to come off like a dick, but I just <laughs> too late. <laughs> too late. Too late. You can edit all my stuff out. <laughs> so uh, back in Pensa, Baba Voss says goodbye to his family while they sleep, then fucks off into the wilderness, leaving the most important things in the world to him uh, behind in their kingdom. I really had a problem with this. Uh, really? Me yes. too. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, so what is he doing? Why is he He's fucking off leaving. into the wilderness? Why? His kids his, are, his, his, children his children are not children and anymore. His, his wife? 
His, he didn't his, belong there. He he just had a fight for for his for his people. The fight's and, done. And, and he lost. He's leaving. He lost. No, 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 his no, wife. He won her her kingdom. He doesn't belong here. He belongs with his tribes. And they need a leader, too, because they all came to stand with him. No, no, the tribes. He wasn't going to the tribes. He was just going off to be alone. The thing about Baba Voss is from season one onwards, his whole focus has been on protecting and preserving mm -hmm. his family. That was the most important thing in the world to him. And so uh, after finally protecting his family from the Trevantians, who, you know, in a weird way, were also his family, uh, he chooses to walk away by himself into the woods, leaving them even though there's still a war going on, even though yeah. the, the kingdom and the politics surrounding them put them all in jeopardy, he, he killed, chooses to leave. He should have killed uh, Sibbeth on his way out. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like this is a total bitch move. What? I absolutely do. No. I feel like he's running away from his problems. Yeah, like out of all the sacrifices that he's made, like even though he, he doesn't belong in Pensa, like he probably should have stayed for the sake of his family. It's like, do you think Magra isn't, she's going to have nothing but problems with She's gonna she's gonna hook up with Laura Harlan, and it's just and you know there's just there's just so much stuff going on that he needs to be there for, and he's just like nope I'm I don't belong here I'm gonna go be a mountain man it's like well, you know what I don't belong in Las Vegas, but I'm stick sticking around I it's felt just, that energy well you know it's just <laughs> I was like he's gonna go off in the mountains and be alone and forget all this nonsense he's gonna go be a fucking homeless guy out I get in the it. mountains I get maybe it. he could join you at your snow camp I, I just <laughs> feel like, I feel like it was a betrayal of the character that he's yes. built over the these two seasons where like he would never just abandon his family even if he thinks that they don't need him anymore he'd still be there he'd be like in the woods outside of Pensa in like a little mud hut mm. like like just kind of keeping an eye or mm -hmm. maybe that's what he's gonna them. do no, like he was yeah. literally like walking off like into the wilderness, like far away from anything Pensa related. Like maybe it, he was just going to get some turkey. Just going on a walkabout. <laughs> gobble gobble. No. <laughs> I, I, man, again, I'm totally with you on this one. That, that I was upset about. Oh, that, that didn't bother me at all. I I thought it was cool in this ending where like all the main characters that we've seen through the last two seasons kind of like got dispersed. I just don't feel like it, it was in line with his character. Yeah. Like, like everything, everything he's always done has been in service. But of it's his changed. Family. He spent half of the season trying to get back to Magra. And, and then once he was there, he was just like, I don't belong here. And he kept trying to get her to like abandon her post. And when she wouldn't, he left her. I hate this. Mm -hmm. I, like they even had a scene where Harlan went to him and was like, hey, we need you. Yeah. yeah. And and he was just like, this isn't my war. And then he fucks off. And uh -huh. It's just like, come on, dude. No, I felt it. I was well, all, I was well that's because he did exactly what you would have done in that situation. <laughs> Everyone else is not you. I don't, I don't think, you, I don't think Matt or Alex would do that. You wouldn't abandon your family because you. They're grown adults, though, for, for him. They don't. I okay, mean, so, I mean, when kids, so when your kids are 18 and, and your wife is. They're moving out. So like you're just going to fucking bow dude, out? Dude, I don't think you will. Kofun still needs a lot of training. <laughs> Papa Vosh yeah. should have stuck around until Kofun could handle himself. I don't and know. Kofun's definitely going to release the queen and do something fucking stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah for I just, sure. I just, it was just such a weird ending to me. I, I, I didn't understand it. I don't know what they're doing with it. I don't know where they're going. I think it left and all it, the it, it, It's completely against what I feel like his character would do. And I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I, I just, I know. He's done. He, he fought his war. He lost his, he killed his own brother. His kids are all grown up. They don't listen to him when he tells he, them to know, do something if he, anyway. If he needs to go like on vacation and go out and be with the freaking wood people for a week or two. Okay, fine. <laughs> but you know, he better come back. Oh, he's coming back. Or, or is he? Yeah. Or are they going to have to go find him and bring him back? He didn't Maybe leave not. a rope. Yeah. He didn't even <laughs> tell him. He fucking snuck out in the middle of the night. I know. Like a bitch. No. Yeah. No. 
You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> You're 100 percent wrong. I don't. I don't get that from you at all. All but, right. Okay. So um, everyone's wrong. <laughs> let's, let's just move on. So in the final scene of the season, Sibeth is having pregnancy pains and calls upon Paris, the midwife, to attend her. Paris examines her and finds nothing wrong. Sibeth then tests Paris by asking her if she thinks the baby should be taken from its mother and whether or not Kofun would be a good father. And when Paris remains loyal to her Alkany tribe, Sibeth fucking kills her. The end. As soon as Paris walked oh. in the room, oh, I was yeah. like, she's going to yeah. fucking kill yep. her. Yeah, I was like, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah. I, I felt the exact same way. But she's she's with Toad. She's a freaking pre-sage. Wait, wait. Did she not see this coming? We've all established <laughs> that Paris is a terrible priest. Yeah. <laughs> she gets things wrong quite a bit. A lot. Yeah. yeah. I feel like uh, maybe Alfred Wittard came up and said, nah, I'm done with this show. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking That's like, what like she's like. probably like too expensive and they couldn't figure out what to do with her characters. So they just wrote her off. Yeah, if Baba Voss bails, like she was like attached to the hip with him. And, and you know what's funny is earlier in this episode, I was thinking they need to kill somebody significant. And they do. There you go. But I don't feel like she's that significant. Yeah, what is like, wrong with like, I don't know. I just, well, well, I mean, Paris was never like a real no, like she's, fan character. She's, you know, she's like, the MacGuffin character. Oh, Paris can do anything. Yeah, she was kind of like the Obi Wan character. Kind of, just kind of yeah. like the, the mentor. Sexier. Yeah, <laughs> but but you, you know, it, it's funny because like as soon as um, you know she started examining um, the queen. Jude and I were like, I really hope someone like searched the queen and disarmed her from yeah. like her, her no. arm shiv. No, it was nobody, like nope. Nobody knows about it. It's a, it's her secret that she keeps murdering people. Keep dropping around yeah. her, and they're like, we don't know how she keeps doing that. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> Nobody asks how Boots or her handmaiden yeah. died. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's, they don't even care. The, they didn't even mention it. I mean, nobody has ever questioned <laughs> the queen before, and now that she's a prisoner, they're like, more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, like, I don't understand. How does she keep getting away with this? It's so silly. <laughs> but but it was interesting because you could see how like Sibeth was kind of prodding Paris because she knew that she was going to be the one attending her yeah. exclusively for the pregnancy. And when she found out that Paris just couldn't be manipulated, she had to get rid of her. And so like you, you see kind of Sibeth's brain working. And- yeah. From her perspective, I could see why she would want to do that. She's never been friends with Paris to begin with, but. It was just kind of like, God damn, Paris, you didn't see that coming? <laughs> Terrible preset. Yeah, you, you know, the minute she touched uh, Sibba, she should have been like, I feel what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I like, your I feel murder. your intentions. <laughs> yeah. Like, she yeah, touched. I feel you're about to murder. <laughs> she touched Toad and she's like, you're telling the truth or right. whatever. Like, she has that ability. It's been established. Yeah, her fingers were up in the queen. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I think they should have just called her a presage-ish instead of a presage. pre-sage-ish. Yeah. She could have died. A semi-sage. Yeah. yeah. She's not good at it. Oh, I just remembered this because we're talking about Paris. During, right when the uh, mountain people came at, to the rescue at the battle and uh, this was Baba Voss or somebody said, Kofun, take care of Paris. Make sure she's safe. And he just doesn't do anything. I know. He's just is like, okay, see you later. Uh-huh. And he walks she, the opposite direction. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kofun is freaking useless, man. Oh, shit. I just remembered that because we're talking about Paris. That was hilarious. I laughed out loud at that part. I was like, this guy just doesn't got no shits given. <laughs> yeah. But but now that Toad's out of the picture, it's kind of like, what do you do with Paris? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you got to if you're going to trim off the Paris should have stuck around and been Magra's, you know, I think she should have went with Bob advisor. bailed out to the to the or, mountain yeah, somewhere. That too. I could have seen her doing that. But then. I, I really do think it was probably a situation where Alfred Woodard is just like, she's a major actress. And so like, it was probably just too expensive to keep her on. So they were just like, yeah, let's get rid of her. Okay. She, she went the way of boots. Yeah. Except, except we, except, just we, about, except we, we cared and liked the, 
about uh, Paris a little bit. A, a lot more than Boots. Are you kidding me? Boots yeah. is like... <laughs> <laughs> we, we cheered when he died. Yeah, yeah. We were like, yeah! <laughs> we all breathed a sigh of relief. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, this one... I, I mean, I mean, it was a good way to end the episode because it was kind of like an oh shit moment. But mm. at the same time, like <laughs> I never looked at Paris as like a really major character in the show. She was always just kind of like on the periphery, like doing stuff, saying like, oh, the children need to learn to read and kind of well, messing she's, up. Well, saying dumb things like love is stronger than she's swords. Always been, she's always, <laughs> she moved the story along when it was necessary. Yeah, she was the exposition too. dumper mm. is what, what Paris was. So. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, Charlotte's probably going to replace her yeah. um, now. So like she's going to be the I one. I like around. Charlotte. Yeah. Oh, hi, Kofun. <laughs> That's my last episode. Yeah. So, uh, so that was the season finale. Um, what do you guys think is going to happen in season three? I have no idea. This is what I like about this is because all the characters have dispersed. Tamakta June went his way. Bamba Mats went his way. Margaret and and Lord Harlan are trying to hold the fort down. The kids are probably going to go off and do their own thing. There's still a war going on. There's still a war going on. They got gunpowder now all of a sudden. Um, so I feel like it's really open-ended. Which is what I'm looking forward to that yeah. next season. I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen because all the major pieces are in different parts of the board. And I think it's going to be really cool to see how they get them all back together. Well, I think season three, we're going to see a lot more of the Ganites. Mm -hmm. I think that the uh, the victory that the um, Pions had are going to kind of piss the Travantians off, but also put them on the defensive. So now they're going to be fighting a two-front war. Mm -hmm. I think that there's going to be a, a time gap between the end of season two and the beginning of season three, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like eight, nine months. So like right when, right when Queen Kane's given birth. Exactly. Yep. So like, uh, you know, a lot of stuff could have happened in the meantime. Um, but I do think that there's probably going to be a significant time jump uh, between the two seasons. Um, I really don't know what they're doing with Baba Voss here. I mean, like him fucking back off into the wilderness. I just, I don't, I, I, I don't think a lot of it's going to be like people trying to find him in order to bring him back into the main story. And it's just going to kind of waste a couple episodes. Yeah. Here's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see a whole side um, story where Baba is just in the woods by himself. That's fucking lame. <laughs> and I want him with his queen. I want him fighting. I want him, being in 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 the show and not just like being off to the side. Because, well, he's like the main character. Right. Yeah. I, I need him. Yeah. So I don't want him to just be off doing something. The alone. only the only thing I'm worried about with that is I know it's been mentioned that um Jason Momoa has already done filming his part right. of season three. Which makes me nervous. Which makes me nervous as well. Like well, he's well, already they, they've filmed all of season three. So everyone's done filming their parts. Everybody's done. His yeah. was done. His was done earlier. Ago, yeah. Which I, I makes me feel like his is a lot less of a storyline. Yeah. Cause he's doing Aquaman and a whole bunch yeah, of other shit. He's just busy. He's really busy. Yeah. He's a major, major actor. So he's doing a bunch of other projects, which makes me nervous that he's not going to be really huge in season three. But well, we'll I, I think we're going to see more of, of Ren or, and uh, Hanawa. Because Ren's probably going to go back to Dravanti's, and so Hannah was going to be interacting with her. I think Kofun is going to side with the queen, and you're going to see the schism in the royal family. Mm -hmm. um, Magra is going to have to deal with, you know, some bad acting witch finders, former witch finders, whatever. Talk to June's coming back into the fold to help her out. Um, I really want to see more of Harlan in mm -hmm. season yeah. three because I love Harlan. Yeah, we all like Harlan. And I'm wondering like what new characters they're going to introduce on the Ganite side and, you know, JCVD leading the Canadians down. Yeah, <laughs> they're like the white walkers. They're the big threat, you know, the looming threat. Yeah. They come down from the south or from the north and take over. The, yeah. The polar vortex is coming. <laughs> yeah. Should we have a cheers to we the Voss brothers to the before Voss we brothers. do the fashion yes. report? For our bottle of Voss. Yes. Bottle of Voss. Cheers, everybody. Voss brothers. Well, hold on. Let me get mine. Tack, tack. Tack, tack. tack. 
This is the first time Katie we're, says actually. We're toasting with water. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a bottle of <laughs> refreshing Voss water. Mm. 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 500 was... year old, perfectly <laughs> aged. In a plastic <laughs> bottle. This is from, like, vintage. This come from a glacier. And I have no idea. It's, it's Tran- Nordic. Trantier. Oh, Nordic? Yeah. Oh, we love Norsemen. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Jude's fashion report. Yep. Take it away, Jude. Go ahead. All right. The hidden tribes are not so hidden anymore. Stoling into the Green Hill Gap, our favorite shadow returns in a very Robin Hood hoodie to steal into this war and stand with Baba Voss. Alongside her, the Valier stand in fringe layers with Baba Voss. The Salvin stand in spiked fur headdress with Baba Voss. The Yellis stand in camouflage with Baba Voss. And the Rain stand in leather and tree bark with Baba Voss. Back at Pensa, the Kane sisters sit around in blue and orange waiting to die dresses. And when Voss brother fought against Voss brother, Ido hails Baba via dog whistle to join him in battle. Ido stands ready in red diamond pattern, no nonsense, I'ma kill my brother, Gambison. The traditional uniform of Trevante's soldiers. But Baba is poised with I'ma let my brother kill me energy, wearing a simple hakama. He stands battle-worn but ready for his final showdown with the brother he never wanted to be at war with. And this has been the final season two sea fashion report reminding you you're still a vision, even if they can't see you until next chat. Nothing about the uh, peacock feathers and horse manure in that one. <laughs> Not even a good goodbye. That's that's Vader's thing. Ah, okay. Um, so even though this is our final kind of recap of C season two, we've still got a lot of C content in the work. So somehow, and I don't know how (laughs) the cast and crew of the show have found our podcast and have been enjoying it. And we've got a lot of them lined up to come on the show and talk about it. So just recently we had uh, Tamakta June, Christian Camargo come on for an interview. Um, Next week, we're going to be releasing an interview with C's costume designer, Natalie Bronfman. And then um, the big thing is that we're scheduled to do an interview with showrunner Jonathan Tropper um, about season two, season three, his involvement in season one. We get to ask him all the questions that we want to know the answers to, and we'll see if he actually has answers to them. Yeah, until, so send us your questions. <laughs> until he sees this episode and he's like, nah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, he's like, that Vader guy is not going to be on the interview. <laughs> what a dick. Um, but, but we've got... a. We've got a lot of um, actors and, and crew people and stuff lined up for f- future episodes. So we're probably going to continue to cover C, talk about season three, talk to the cast and crew, kind of pick their brains about like, you know, what we're, what the show's done, where it's going and stuff like that. Uh, we'd love to have Archie Mattaquay come on and talk about Kofu. Did you learn how to say his last name? No, I just made that up. Okay. I, I, hope it, I hope it's correct. But uh, that's um, not, that's not, Phonetically, but, that sounds... Like it, how it's spelled. Sounds pretty close. <laughs> yeah. But um, Archie, if I got your name wrong, I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, you know, we're also trying to get Sylvia Hoax to come on. And um, pretty much we want everyone on the cast to come on eventually and tell us about their characters and tell us about this world that we're so in love with. And, you know, even though we give the show a hard time occasionally, like we're still enjoying the show. We're loving watching it. We get so mad at it because we love it so <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's it for our season finale. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And like Kadish said, we have a lot more C content coming. So if you love the show as much as we do, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff with it. So subscribe, hit the little bell notification so that you can get uh, notified when we drop videos and uh, join our discord app. We have a, a chat room just for C where we talk about the show and all this kind of cool stuff. So go to saltinearddiscord.com If you want to jump in there as well, we have some 
really good conversations in that. Yeah. Discord. Yeah. Our discord is growing and it's a, it's a really cool community. So, uh, um, we're going to sign off now that Matt Vader, where can they find you on the socials? You can find me at Matt Vader 74 on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube places. Cool. Yeah. And Jude and the pod dog. <laughs> this is who's been making all that noise this whole episode. <laughs> Kurt Russell Terrier. Uh, you can find me at I am Jude Juju on Instagram, on Twitter, and on TikTok. Look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Kadish. You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter. And KadishBooks.com takes you to our Amazon page. And now that C is done, we're also going to be reviewing the next big Apple TV show called Invasion. So Unless uh, it sucks, then I'm probably out. <laughs> yeah, so stay tuned for that because that's that's going to be taking up our Wednesday slot that was usually devoted to C and all that good stuff. All right. And I am your host, Alex the Salty Nerd. You can catch me on our Discord app, saltynerddiscord.com. And as always, stay salty, my friends. 